Join us. Let's walk the talk. This is 702. So how much disrespect can you bear until you cut off a family member or friend? And this is why we're talking about this topic today. How much disrespect can I take until I cut off a friend or a family member? How much poison do you take until you die? (laughs) Yeah, okay, that's a TikTok video from Shamir 2 asking the elders, about disrespect during a youth meeting. So I, I want to find out from you, I mean, how much disrespect are you willing to put up with from a friend, a colleague, a child, before you drop them? And, and does, it, does it differ depending on who's delivering that disrespect? What's the highest form of disrespect? And obviously this changes culturally. I mean, I know when I lived in the Middle East, one of the many forms of disrespect is putting your feet up on the table. And how do you react to disrespect what is your definition of disrespect i mean my father was very um proper and um if he walked into a room and if a man you know one of my boyfriends or friends didn't jump up at that time he would say stand up young man it was always really embarrassing and uh, you know he taught us to you know you stand up at a, when a woman sits at a table is it disrespectful for you if a man doesn't stand up What's the worst level of of respect? That's just a a little one. And when does respect become disrespectful? Another story I remember was my brother standing up with somebody on the tube in London. And she shouted at him and she said, do you think I'm incompetent? And he was like, no, I'm just being respectful. And um, anyway, that didn't end off well. We've got some messages already. Motsami says, yes, of course. I'd love to hear more, Motsami. Why? What happened? Uh, Mbali says... Yes, for my sanity, a unanimous yes. Oops, sorry, I mentioned your name there, but not the whole surname. A unanimous yes, 100%. Um, uh, let me just see. Unkaleko says the psychology behind body, body image. Uh, this is a message that psychology behind body image said, and I'll read it to you. I cut off the entire world. I'm a hermit with no connections. Nobody phones me in over 10 years. Just locked in the house all day making TikTok dance videos. And I'm just wondering if this is because of disrespect. Do you feel disrespected? The fact that you have to lock yourself in your room and make these TikTok dance videos. And why didn't you send us one so we can, we can see what it's all about? And I shall respectfully give you my feedback. This is a audio clip, an audio clip from Mel Robbins on YouTube. It's five sneak ways that people are disrespecting you. So this is what you should look out for. There are five common forms of disrespect that I want you to start calling out. When you call it out, not only are you respecting yourself, but you're also going to get a little boost of confidence. Number one, that friend who's constantly running late. You know the one. They're always 15 minutes late. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. They're disrespecting your time. Call it out. Number two, backhanded compliments aren't compliments at all. They're a form of disrespect, so call it out. Number three, pressure. Pressure to do things that you don't feel like doing. No is a complete sentence. If somebody keeps pressuring you, call it out. It's disrespect. Four, somebody who's constantly on their phone as you're talking, that's not multitasking. That's a form of disrespect. Call it out. And number five, the person that talks over you. They are disrespecting you when they interrupt you and talk over you. No one's going to respect you until you respect yourself enough to call it out. See, those seem like little 
forms of disrespect or things that are not particularly obvious, but they are so disrespectful. I mean, when you're talking to somebody and they're looking down at their phone and you think, gosh, am I that boring that you can't even look up and look into my eyes and acknowledge what I'm saying? And that means they've totally checked out or, you know, even worse if they're on the phone and just going, "Mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, that's disrespectful. Shahika Enver says, when a person shows you who they are, uh, believe them. That's Maya Angelou. Yes. So I wonder how that falls into the respect or or disrespectful arena. Does that suggest that uh, when they are disrespectful towards you, they're showing what they actually are all about? And what does respect say about you as a person? I mean, is it is it confined to just that moment? I mean, this is a, another one, a disregarding boundaries where you are ignoring or violating personal boundaries, whether physical, emotional or psychological. That's considered highly disrespectful. This can include invading someone's personal space, disregarding their privacy or dismissing their feelings and autonomy. I mean, I, I wonder if you've ever told somebody something and they just look at you and totally ignore you or look down at their phone. I mean, that's disrespectful. Heidi says, hi, Jane, being disrespected by my immediate family was the worst for 40 years. Bottom line, I cut them off totally. Zero contact. I'm relieved. I'm intrigued to know how they disrespected you. I mean, what did they do for 40 years? I mean, that's a long time, huh? And I can understand why you would have cut them off. I mean, Isaac says many times, except my siblings. So are you saying, Isaac, that you've cut people off? The only people you don't cut off are your siblings. And why would you not cut off your sibling if they're disrespectful? Are you so respectful of them that you feel you've got to include them into a conversation, that you've got the time to sit down with them? And um, and to work all of this out. I also want to hear from you, and I know that this is a bit of a non sequitur, but we're talking about respect. And um, the producer and I were talking about NGOs, how incredible they are. And it's a day that is being honoured. It's the World NGO Day today. And back in 2014, the 27th of February became the day to honour the NGO community worldwide. It's a day dedicated to recognize, celebrate, and honor all non-governmental and non-profit organizations and the people behind them that contribute to the society all year round. And we'd love to honor the NGOs doing great work in our community. So if you run an NGO or if you were assisted by an NGO at any stage in your life, give them a shout out today on the show by WhatsApping or calling us. My favorite is Doctors Without Borders. I think they are quite incredible. They go where nobody else goes. They do incredible work. I mean, often, I mean, you'll find them in places in war zones like Syria, for example. I I met, in fact, it was a friend of mine's brother who worked in Syria for Doctors Without Borders, Medicine Sans Frontier. And um, often their field hospitals are bombed and deliberately, deliberately targeted and yet they work. We've got a caller in Tlantla, Moriri, on the line, who wants to talk about an NGO. Good afternoon to you. Tell us about your NGO. Hi, good afternoon. How are you? Very well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, I just would like to shout out Isipo Setu Foundation. 
Um, we are an NGO based in um, Gauteng, predominantly around Johannesburg. Um, we started in 2020, and we are an organization that seeks to benefit young people from disadvantaged backgrounds, and we try to capacitate them with necessary skills to basically survive the bad state of the economy. Mm-hmm. We started the NGO um, in 2020 during the COVID-19 um, pandemic, and we literally just saw how bad it was, like how things, how bad things were during that time in the economy and how we basically young people were, were struggling to just get into school or try and find skills that can basically capacitate them to at least provide something in their homes. So I just would like to shout out um, um, Isipo Setu Foundation. Um, and we are everywhere on social media as Isipo Setu Foundation. And if you would like to find out more about our NGO, you can email us on info at isiposetufoundation.org.za or you can also go to our website at isiposetufoundation.org.com. And tell us about the impact that you've had on people's lives. Tell us some of the stories. Yes, um, we have had quite a few um, initiatives um, for the past four years. We do a lot of school drives. We do a lot of donations to orphanages. We do, I don't know if you guys know about Malika orphanages in Hillbrow. So we work very closely with them because there are a lot of kids there that are orphaned and they don't have food or clothing and they're just struggling in their day to day. Mm. So we really try and help them with the necessary basic stuff that they need, such as food, um, clothing. And if we can, um, we also um, try and find school shoes. We've had um, a lot of successful pad drives for an orphanage called Eight Gomes Home for Girls. Um, we do a lot of pad drives for them. And we also do school talks, like school tours for matriculants, mm. where we motivate them during the uh, matric season, um, preliminary exam season, to just motivate them that um, you can get through this. It's tough, but we've been there. We understand. And don't be nervous. Just go in and do your best. And even if it doesn't work out, um, there's still another chance. You know, don't don't think it's the end of the world. There's still life out there outside of this. And just try your best. Oh, how wonderful. Santlana, thank you very much for telling us about that. All right, we're talking about respect and disrespect. We've just heard about an incredible NGO there, and obviously NGOs need people's help, assistance, money uh, to help them run and effectively help and change people's lives for the better. We're also talking about disrespect and the sort of things that people uh, have been saying to you or have said to you. Uh, Heidi mentioned earlier that she finally cut off her family. She said that they treated her like a second-class citizen, like the dirt under their shoes, like and beneath their dignity. So fair enough. Understand why you cut them off. Let's bring in Moodley, who wants to talk about teachers. Good afternoon, Moodley. What's the story? Ma'am, good afternoon. Thank you for such a lovely program. Thank you. I came from a family of, you know, educators, teachers, and we have a lot of uh, professors and whatever. Mm. And still living is my wife's sister at 89, a retired teacher. I'm very disappointed with things we see on the TV about the way scholars uh, mistreat uh, teachers. Mm. You know, 
And yesterday was Teachers' Day. They mentioned 44 million shortages of teachers. I promise you, if I was given a chance, I will never, ever take up that profession. Uh, What sort of of things do you see? I mean, why do you think children feel that they can talk to teachers the way they do? You know, I think it all starts off at home, Mm. the way you're brought up. Uh, Basically, you're grooming before you get to even grade one. Mm. You know, you should have these things in your head that you... But I can see... Did you have this child recently, this grade eight or grade six child that shot the teacher in, mm. in the East Wind? That's a glaring example. But in the, in the last 10 or 20 years, you know, we've had high school students mm. Mm, so aggressive. We had one not so far away from where I live. I live in the south of Johannesburg. This happened at the school in Meadow. I mean, the guy basically took a broom or a mop and started beating the teacher up, you know. Now, uh, and you imagine think, what sort of adult they'll become. Correct. And, you know, that's just one that comes to mind. But mm. generally speaking, I think people don't like this profession. Mm. Uh, money-wise, it's not the greatest. You'd rather spend that time doing a commercial degree I think even if it takes you double the time, you'll mm. come out uh, in, in a better working environment. But Yeah, I mean, I hear what you're saying. Thank you very much for your message, Moodley. But you know what? We really do need teachers. I think we should just pay them a whole lot more. And uh, it's unacceptable how some students behave. Um, I've seen it. It's really awful and if it doesn't get stopped and obviously not corporal punishment that doesn't work either uh, let's bring in kingdom on the line he's got a different opinion about disrespect what is your opinion about disrespect kingdom Hi, how are you good thank you go for it well, I'm, I'm thinking different look um, we are brought up in a good family we have we are kids we are growing up and stuff like that and then when you're older you get your your nieces your nephews disrespecting me why should I not talk to them? At the end of the day, I must come down and speak to them as if nothing has happened. I be, I, I, actually, this word believe, I think I know it like that now. Because when you believe, you're believing a lie, hopelessness. I, I think we, we need to change our mind. I mean, how can you stay away from your family for 40 years not talking to them because you're thinking they disrespected you? Because I think when somebody disrespects you, you should talk to yourself and say, you know what, I understand. If it was me, what would I do? But mm-hmm. I would not stay away. I mean, I don't, I don't think anybody but, can but disrespect. But maybe she had no or, option to, other than to stay away. I mean, we don't know the details and the, the levels of disrespect. Maybe you reach a point where you think, you know no, what, no, I'm done with you. See no, you. no, even if there was of disrespect, whatever high it is, we should not put it in our mind that now we are cancelling the relationship. Mm. I mean, if your brother is your brother, your sister is your sister, whether they can insult you or whatever, whatever way they disrespect you. Because at the end of the day, you need to come down, come back to your senses and say, you know what, these are my people. Whether mm. they disrespect me or not, I'm going ahead, I'm going to be loving them and talking to them. Mm. Because... Uh, 
really, really. I, I, I think I think this is beginning from religion because remember, religion tells you that uh, you must repent. Meaning, who, who's going to ask first the the, the 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 forgiveness between the two, the family and her, to say that who disrespected who first? Then it's not going to happen. Rather, even that that terminology to say there's there's, there's repentance, we should not even consider that. You know, like when I, I used to grow, when I grew up, we were having friends. We would fight with my friends, but. The next day, tomorrow, we are friends again. We don't even ask, that. Hey, what did you do to me yesterday? We are just friends. <laughs> Life should be like that. Don't put too much credit on yourself and say, you know, these people are disrespectful. Because then you must respect yourself that other people will respect you. Okay, you need that. Wise words. Thank you very much. I mean, it's a bit like working in the newsroom. I mean, everyone gets rather heated, but you're not allowed to take it personally. <laughs> you know, you've, you've just got to move on. Let's listen to some of these voice notes. When, when you shake another man's hand and he's sitting down, doesn't even stand up, it means he's not acknowledging you as a person. Talking to me wearing sunglasses without at least lifting them when you greet, disrespect. When a lady comes to the table or leaves the table, please stand up, acknowledge her. Number three, when you're talking to an elderly person, I don't care from what culture you, you, you come from, you at the very least, you can make the initial eye contact for the greeting and then from there you can just touch your eyes. Not in a shady way, but just don't make eye contact. In my culture, that is staring somebody down. That is a dare as a challenge and that's the highest form of disrespect. And the last one, if you come to me and you ask me where can I find this without greeting me first, that's disrespect. I don't care who you are. Before you ask me for help or anything, greet me first. Thank you. Um, just talking about respect and also the um, example that you cited about your dad. Um, I, I made an interesting con- um, observation. Um, where I am from, um, it is disrespectful to greet elders uh, while you are you are standing up. So, for example, when I walk into a house, I need to sit down and greet elders. And I interacted with the Nigerian culture where you cannot greet an elder sitting down. That is disrespectful. Cliff from Florida. Gosh, you could really get caught out, couldn't you, with all the different cultural norms. What you think is respectful is disrespectful somewhere else. And that's why often when you travel, you should find out what is respectful um, in that culture. You might be doing something that you think is is uh, that you don't even really absorb, that you don't even realize you're doing. That could be the, the highest form of disrespect, like in some cultures touching a kid's head. In particular, I think that's in Asia, in certain countries in Asia. I think we've got another voice note from Pumla. Afternoon. On the issue of respect, it's Pumla here. On the issue of of respect, it's okay to cut people off. It is quite okay for one's sanity. People are very disrespectful and have no boundaries, whether they are family, friends, colleagues. Cut them off so that for your sanity, cut them off. So, right, we've got different thoughts there, right? You should either try and make amends, as we heard a little bit earlier, or, or cut them off. I, I suppose it depends what you deem as being too disrespectful. Andre says a title won't give you respect. How you treat people will give you respect. We used to have a tyrant at work from head office, and he'd complain about people being rude to him, but he was aware that he was the rudest man in the company. I agree with you. It, it's incredible how people, as soon as they get a title or they get something on their door, a door that closes, that keeps them in an office, they can um, suddenly feel that they are higher and more mighty than everybody else and start treating them 
with disrespect. I'm, I'm one of great respect. I think it doesn't matter who you are. You've got to respect everybody because you never want to be looking over your back. You want to bring people along with you. Uh, Bongi says, cut, 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 block, block, including family for sale of my mental health and my kids. Yo. Okay, mental health. Yes, I suppose if anybody is affecting you again, then walk away. It is disrespectful to label somebody an old man with a question mark. This old man sitting here says this and this. Yeah, I mean, I, I suppose it depends if you think that being called old is disrespectful from a vanity point of view or whether somebody's actually saying that um, because you're an old person, you know a lot. So maybe turn it around. Turn around always to your advantage. We've been talking about disrespect. And thank you very much for your messages. I'll continue to read them as and when a moment arises. But for now, let's get the 1.30 news headline.